the college football experience week six preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. You gotta check that stuff out. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away a MLB jersey as part of their wild card playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. So get that thing today for free in the app store or Google play store, and then let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the boss. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride brother. Peace out. Boz out. That intro music a little loud. I like it. Let's let's get riled up. All right. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> don't have a lot of stress. Why? Because we're kicking ass. Subscribe to the college football experience. All right. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. I am jo- what? Whoa. Empty in the studio alone in the studio. I could do this and only just whoa, right into the camera. I don't even need to get uh, <laughs> J- you know, this old other bozo over here, but he, he did. He didn't and look, he's, you know, got some personal matters going on. So he's a little under the weather, but you know, yeah, coming yeah. around, you know, I got the, the medicine of choice here. We're rocking. What is that you're working with there? It looks like an iced tea. Modelo uh chilada. There Mango you go. Chili. Look, I'm I'm classing it up. Mango chili. <laughs> he, yeah, this is LA, folks. Uh I am joined by Former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hello. Yes. Week six is here. Week six is here. Who knew Kansas and TCU would be the game? Would be the game of the motherfucking week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I was I uh you know bothering you guys? I'm sure from your everyone out there listening is probably like, who is this jackass? But we are joined by third man in the booth. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road living the free luck given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on guys. 
Uh, let's just give you this, all right? First down. See over there. That's what I, I don't understand this. I mean, I got the the we're we're going oh. VHS mode today, guys. Bear there we me. go. There we go. I like this. Yeah, that is definitely porn related. Gotta be porn related. <laughs> uh, Streaming in the background. Gotta scramble the signal a little bit. <laughs> we already have a, a live chat and people requesting the uh, burrito story. That is Andrew Calais. What's going on, man? Uh, you know the burrito story is this. Uh, and, and what can have Patty C tell it? But I don't know that people are going to hear it right now because he is—he <laughs> looks like a weatherman in Florida right now. You know what I mean? Last this is week, my Unabomber look. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, Patty C live from Afghanistan, right? <laughs> a little distracting. This is the end of the world, folks. World War Three. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, well, can I don't you guys know. Hear me at least. Yeah, audio's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me know if he, uh, actually, you you're, jump you, off and jump back on. Actually, you're looking a lot better from my point of view. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this son of a gun. <laughs> that VHS you're rocking, quality, quality. A zenith? Is that a zenith? That's right. 1985 <laughs> and a half. Is that a Magnavox? Yeah, you got that Magnavox working there, man. Uh, well, folks, uh, we got some, we got some news here. Uh, Paul Christ, wow. Just like that, seventy-two percent win rate at Wisconsin, three division titles, six out of seven bowl wins, three top ten, fifteen, or sorry, three top fifteen finishes, and boom, gone. I mean, Paul Christ, I don't, I don't get it, Nick. What, what's your thoughts? I think we were all surprised. I think the college football world was surprised. I mean, yeah, he's had some pretty good success there, but at the end of the day. I don't know if any of us think he's a very good coach. I mean, he's not bad, but I think Wisconsin just wanted more and, and that might be Jim Leonard. I suppose that's what, you know, everybody's saying. So I guess they had to make a move and you can't blame them. They, they don't want mediocrity. They want more than that. So it is uh, what it is. 72, 72% is better than mediocrity, but I mean, uh, or whatever percent I just rattled off uh, Patty C. What'd you make of Paul Chris being canned in camp? He, this guy's from fucking Madison. He went to the uni. His dad worked for the University of Wisconsin. He went to the university. He played at the University of Wisconsin. Gone overnight. Twenty million dollars. Get the fuck out of town. All right. Go up to the. Go up to what? What is the famous lake up there? I don't know. All right. Uh, Patty C. Your thoughts. Lake Michigan. Yeah. Go there up to go, go up to Lake Michigan. Famous one. <laughs> uh, you know, my thoughts are, you know, that your first thought is, is this going to be a Nebraska situation where, you know, they are going to start falling off and they they let go to, go of a good coach who's uh, nine wins every year. Actually, I'm I'm not telling the truth. My first thought is, yeah, that, that the move is correct. He wasn't great at Pitt. He was a six and six coach there, and he didn't establish like a, a super like physical brand or really a mean branded either one. He's an offensive line guy, you know, push people around. That's what he did at Wisconsin. But Wisconsin had something before that was also, we're going to hit the shit out of you. And I know that's uh, Jim Leonard, you know, is responsible for the defense, but the offense didn't have that, like that mauling prowess that they typically had before, even with this, what elephant package that they had before, it just didn't have the same feel. And so I thought they were falling off. And uh, I, I do think Wisconsin should be able to maintain that 10 win mark in the uh, big 10 West. So yeah, I well, think you got to get rid of them. 
I think the problem is, is the Big Ten West ain't going to be around very long. And then I, I, I think they're in a weird era right now. I think Wisconsin. The problem is, I think the the floor got better. Uh, you know, Illinois was terrible for a long time. Minnesota was just eh, and uh, even Purdue was terrible for a long time. The floor got a lot better, and uh, the reality is, is that you are Wisconsin. Like, I mean, I get it. You you're gonna be in the Big Ten. You're gonna get a bunch of money from your TV deal, but I can tell you this: when you get away from divisions, I don't see you in any of those years, they would have played for the big 10 championship. They wouldn't have played for the big 10 championship without the, the, the division setup. So that's, just them. A, uh, that's also Iowa. It's also Minnesota or yeah. anybody currently in the big 10 West. Yeah. Is that confirmed that they're going to get away from divisions at some point? I think or that's, that's just our assumption. Well, I mean, they're UCLA and USC will be there in two years. So I would assume that when you go to that big of a lineup, you got to go right. to, yeah. You like have to, I, I think, hey, or how'd, hey, you, how'd you fix the camera? The tracking button. It, don't speak too soon. Don't <laughs> speak too keep, soon. Keep it right there. The tracking, are dicey. The tracking button. I like that, man. <laughs> uh, we are dating ourselves every time we make a, uh, a, a VHS <laughs> reference here. <laughs> Even beta. All right, let's go beta. Uh, there you go. So uh, Jim Leonard. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Wisconsin's in this era where you might have to watch out about the future because you let uh, you let Bielma get Illinois, be, you know, playing better football. I do think, you know, they get a lot of recruits from Illinois. So watch out. Um, well, part of me thinks it is a little bit reactionary on their part. They see, like you said, uh, they hate some Bielma based on what he said uh, when he left, you know, and I didn't realize how much maybe they do hate him, but having him, you know, and it wasn't just they got physically pounded in that game, and well, so for them it, it, to see their old and what's great about Bielma beating them is Chris was like one win away from surpassing Bielma, and now he's fired. <laughs> oh, now he's fired, so he's still number two. He's still number two. Oh, there, there, there's the beta back. Uh, also, Carl Durrell fired at Colorado. Uh, no unbelievable. Surprise there. No surprise, but unbelievable contract where they they actually had to pay him like ten million dollars. Why would you do that to a guy that was a wide receiver coach of the Miami Dolphins previously? But <laughs> the Buffs uh, turned to Mike Sanford, who I think is fucking terrible. But let's just get through the season. Unfortunately, we don't get the first pick in the draft if we go winless. But you remember, Pick Dundee did lock the under on three and a half wins and the Colorado Buffaloes. All right, and sometimes. Sometimes, you know, that is uh you gotta fade your boys. When you know their shit, you gotta. Look out, just watch him go. Look out Buffalo. That's a page out of my book because I was fading Duke hardcore last year. <laughs> last couple Dude, of years. Yeah. So hey, my man. computer is ghetto. I'm literally shaking yeah. it to make the video work. Here. <laughs> this is a ghetto ass computer. Is what that the hell? Is that that 95 Packard Bell you're working with? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, this is like Nintendo style. I just shake it and it, and it, uh, I blow oh, it a little bit. He so. ended it. He ended <laughs> that it. Might, that might be better. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. we got you. But here, you know right. what? Uh, okay, whatever. Um, San Diego State fires their offensive coordinator Jeff Hecklinski, uh, as they should have, right? Uh, and I'm seeing speculation that Brady Hoke might be a bit on the hot seat with San Diego State, uh, built you know, building that new stadium. 
Watch out for that job potentially opening if, if they were just in the Mountain West Championship game. I know, and they probably would have won it had like twenty five people not had COVID. Right. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to watch. Also, uh, what else do we got? Injury front. We're gonna get to the games in a second here. KJ Jefferson questionable against Mississippi State. We should keep an eye on that before betting that. Michael Pratt. Uh, they're saying he will be, he will be back as Tulane takes on East Carolina and what might be for second place in the AAC. The way that UCF is looking currently. Um. Uh, Brian Breesy, defensive tackle for Clemson, is out for the Boston College game. Wide receiver Billy Kemp is out for UVA again this week. Running back Daniel Heshaw is out for Kansas indefinitely. Um, Travion Henderson's back for Ohio State. CJ Donaldson, the running back for the West Virginia Mountaineers, is out this week. Malik Cunningham's questionable for the Louisville Cardinals. Running back David Bailey has left the team for Colorado State. Wow. It was like their leading rusher last year. Uh, quarterback Max Johnson's questionable for A and M, but also I guess we don't really know the status of Bryce Young, so we might. Uh, I don't think that matters. Uh, Savion Banks, the Ohio State transfer, who is a defensive back for LSU, is out indefinitely as well. Defensive end, star defensive end, one of the best in the country. Jalen Carter is out for the Auburn game. He is a Georgia Bulldog. Georgia takes on Auburn. Fresno State taking on Boise State this week. They are without Jake Hayner, their starting quarterback. Also, their starting safety, Evan Williams. Their starting linebacker, Raymond Scott. And their starting offensive lineman, Dante Bull. That's a lot of players out right there. Uh, also, running back for East Carolina, Ray J. Harris, out for the season. So, caught you up there. Any of those super, you know, does any of those catch your eye that you want to talk about or should we just get into picking games? Also in the chat, Dylan Gabriel, I think, is he questionable now or what's, what's the latest on Dylan Gabriel? Uh, yeah, I think last I saw questionable, but Hey, when you run that shit as offense <laughs> and I saw people there coming at me on Twitter, I had people coming at me, bring it on, bring it on. Let's go <laughs> Fucking- in the same game. I think Quinn Ewers is questionable also. Yeah. Yeah. Patty C fan club saying I miss Patty C. Uh, wait, am I uh, audible here? I, you look, I, my camera breaks after two seconds, but I'll flash my my beautiful face on here, and then it's going to shut down. But look, I, you got to be concerned about <laughs> Bryce Young. Uh, does um, d- yeah, right. So Hood, uh, does does that concern you with A uh, and M if Bryce Young is not playing? No, A and M's horrible. It doesn't they, matter. They did beat Arkansas. I mean, I I feel like overreaction is a typical thing we would do here, where it's like this is still a talented team. Uh, Alabama struggled with who? Um, well, obviously Texas. No, no one in Arkansas. Tuscaloosa. Uh, Ark- wait, a- Alabama uh, did struggle with Arkansas a little bit. What was the score there? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, I think Arkansas brought it within what six points or so, or maybe even a tad closer before That's Alabama right, extended did. it again. Yeah, that's true. It was uh, what 28, 23, somewhere in the late third or fourth quarter there. So yeah, I mean, if AM plays a great game and Bryce Young isn't available, that that's a huge concern. I, I don't think AM is very good. I think they're very fortunate to be three and two right now. I think they should be two and three. Um, and I just don't think they're a good football team. And I, I there's talk. Paul Feinbaum was reporting that you know, Jimbo Fisher has an $88 million contract, uh, the buyout. He was saying, and this, this would be uh, guys, just to give you an idea, all the buyouts last year was in the seven for all of college football added up to 70 million. We have never seen anything remotely close to an $88 million buyout, but there is <laughs> talk. There is talk. I mean, you could, you could fucking buy a country. You could buy Epstein Island 
All right. Ask Mac, <laughs> ask Mac Brown. Uh, uh, look, uh, well, I got to say this though. Should a and M beat Alabama, then what? we would have a sequential. It happened last year. Don't it, la- like it happened not- last year. I don't see it happening, but Hey man. Yes. But last possible. year was in college station. A and Bama doesn't lose at home. Uh, they lost two years ago at home to Ed Orgeron. But and, the, and um, maybe the best team maybe, in the country, uh, or the one of the best teams in college ago, football history. That was three years sure. ago. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Details. Details. All we'll that get said, to that game though. What Go I'm ahead, saying Daddy. is, if Alabama loses to AM and AM lost to App State, and JMU beat App State, then JMU <laughs> by you know by deductive reasoning is the better than Alabama. I'm just putting that out there. I, I still believe they're better than Alabama. All right. <laughs> Can we get some deductive reasoning to fix your, <laughs> fix your video? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's work on that one more time. Um, oh, did he, did he drop out? Is he gone? Patty C's gone. Oh. He's gone now. Packard Bell. Finally, anyway, we we can focus on. I'm joking. <laughs> Finally, we can give out some winners. All right, this guy's talking A and M on the money line. Has he maybe watched any? A, <laughs> maybe instead of a three hour pot, it'll only be like two you know, two and a half hours now. He went out to ch- chug a beer for five minutes because he nurses it like a little bitch. Um, anyway, uh, uh, dude. So look, looking at A and M schedule. They're they're currently three and two. They're at Bama. That's a loss. Three and three. Their next game, they do get a bye week, but their next game is at South Carolina. That's a losable game. Sure. Why not? I kind of think that's like a 50-50 game. Yeah. I think I think I might favor Carolina. So that would put them at three and four. That would put them at three and four. And then uh uh they have a home game to Ole Miss, which I will be at this game. Ah, that's the game you're going to. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, man. Uh, very losable again. That could be three and five. Then they're home to Florida, which 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 would put them at three. It's hey, he's back. People people are getting nervous. (laughs) There we go. Action, baby. Let's see how long this holds up. My point is though is uh is that you could so. If they lose their next four games, they would be. I mean, they're. I don't see a for sure win on their schedule except for UMass in the JFK Bowl going on in uh, College <laughs> Station. But there's lots of 50 50 ones. They'll win some of them. So I, I think you're probably looking at about a seven to five type year. No, no, no. I, I think they're looking at a six and six. Yeah, around there. Sure. Maybe even five and seven. Shit. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. All right, let's hop into the fucking picks. I'm sick of I'm sick of Patty C's VCR connection. All right, let's go. Let's go. Uh all right. Let me just play a little bit of fucking music here so Week 6 college football picks coming to you right now, folks. We're going to go through every FBS game. Why? Because we're the fucking best, all right? Let's go. Starting off Friday night. Harvard goes to Cornell. Oh yeah. I they, thought you said FBS. Well, <laughs> nationally televised games we cover. We cover the FCS, but also listen to our FCS pod that we drop every Thursday. Uh look, they've been playing this matchup since 1890. All right? Nick, was you where was Ulysses S Grant in 1890? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, uh, an alcoholic? <laughs> Harvard <like> is, <laughs> Harvard is 2 and 1. Coming off of a, a tough nine-point loss to Holy Cross, Charlie Dean 
He's throwing for 236 yards a game, and uh, he has six TDs, two interceptions on the season. Meanwhile, Cornell surprising a little bit. They're two and one, coming off a three-point road win at Colgate. Uh, Jamison Wang, their quarterback. Great name. He could fire the laser. Uh, he's they got three hundred forty. He's got three hundred ninety-four yards on the season. Five touchdowns, one interception. He's also rushed for two hundred yards and two touchdowns. Dual threat. No one fades. Jason Wang or Jameson Wang. Uh, Harvard's laying ten and a half. What are we doing? Jameson Wang. That's like, like Irish and Japanese. I like it. That's hard right. to bet against. That's a that's a nice combo there. It's a you mean know. combo. The Japanese Wait. whiskey. You got the Irish whiskey. Uh, I'm not fading him. Have you ever seen the ref with Dennis Leary, where he goes he goes in the he goes into uh, in the skies basically as a therapist? That, like they have an they have a marriage counselor who's Asian, and he he holds this house hostage, and he goes that he he you know takes the role of that as with the last name Wang, right? And the family shows up for Christmas and goes, wait, Wang, I thought you're Asian. And he goes, well, my mother was Irish and, and, and they, they go and your father. And he goes, and he wasn't <laughs> great line. Anyway, uh, movie. <laughs> great movie. If you get a chance, my favorite Christmas movie, that bad Santa Christmas story. All right, go watch those. I know it's October, but fuck it. Nowadays you go, you go into target in like fucking July and they got Christmas shit out. Um, uh, so <laughs> What are you doing here, folks? I mean, ten and a half points for Cornell, the big red at home. How do you go? I'm on ten and a half. (laughs) Rolling, rolling with the Wang every time. Right. Whip out. Wang's gonna whip out the touchdowns. Look, Uh, I know you. Fucking idea, Colby. I know you were a juicy fruit guy, but I've been a big red guy my whole life. All right. So I'm rolling with Cornell plus ten and a half at home. This is game on ESPNU. Check it out, folks. Big Red is the shittiest gum out there. Talk about like losing flavor in like two seconds. I'll take a juicy fruit over Big Red any day of the week. Oh man, Nick's never obviously had the uh, what was the fruit stripe gum? Well, those are horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like thirty seconds out of flavor. Fruit stripe makes me think of those. uh, What was that fashion thing going on with quarterbacks in the in the eighties and nineties? Where everyone wore like the, uh, the they look like a zebra, they, they like a zebra Bro, fucking the, uh, hyper color. Zubas, yes, Zubas, Zubas, oh, Zubas. Yeah. Those things were in. I would order one of those right now if I had a if I had a few bucks. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a uh, a pro line <laughs> uh, card with uh, Dan Marino rocking some fire ass Zubas on. Oh yeah. Go. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to Nebraska. Heads the Rutgers in a barn burner. First matchup goes back to 1920. However, they've only played five times. Nebraska five and zero all time against Rutgers. They head into Piscataway. Mark Whipple just had some comments saying, "Hey, I believe this team can win the Big Ten West and play for a Big Ten championship." I liked hearing that. Yeah, for that, you know what? Give look. I, I know Frost is gone, and I was riding Frost heavy for years, and I look like a fucking idiot. You know what, Mickey Joseph? Let's go. All right, I'm laying the three with the Cornhuskers. What are you doing? Patty? I'm with you, man. I think, oh, I think Rutgers, yeah. sorry, Patty. I think Rutgers is trash. Uh, I like Nebraska. They were up what? 21, seven on Indiana last week. Indiana came back to tie it up. Nebraska could have folded, but no, they fought back. They, they dominated the uh, second half one by 14. And I like what Whipple was saying. And I, I'm not worried about Rutgers. And I mean, they have no offense there. I'm going to take the road favorite here. I'm going to lock up a uh, big red, the other lock, big red locking it up. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? I'm in. I'm in. Let's fucking do it. Do it. Let's do it. Patty, see you in. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't even catch the spread, and it's not on tally site for some three. reason. I know three, three. Right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I mean, Rutgers has been getting their ass kicked left and right, so you're gonna, I, it's you're gonna a lock it up. Cons- uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> there we I'm go. Nebraska minus three in Piscataway. Bring your toothpaste. <laughs> Uh, you did a you did a, a very strange sound right before that happened, Patty C. Um, uh, okay, later Friday. This is a great slate. We got the Ivy League game on ESPNU at four. You got the Nebraska Rutgers game at four Pacific. This is all seven East Coast. Uh, Houston Memphis. We we should probably uh, highlight this game because so we Silverfish was coming into the season on the hot seat. I think everyone knew that. Uh, meanwhile. The Memphis Tigers are four and one. Uh, Roy Munson, aka Dana Holgerson, is two and three in Houston, and uh, this is getting ugly. I feel like in Houston, you want to talk about a job that could be open. I think in the next month, watch out because Dana Holgerson, some of the stuff he's said, I don't know, coming at the fans, coming at uh, not accepting any responsibility. Classic two thousand twenty two. <laughs> Class, hey, it's not my fault, man. These guys. You know what suck. is his yeah. responsibility? The fact that Houston is the most penalized team in the country. Yeah, uh, I mean, Holgerson is yelling at yeah. fans. The players are fighting on the sidelines. The defense is all kind of of banged up and injured. Hey, whoa, uh, they, whoa, just, whoa. they just lost Tulane's third string quarterback. Yeah, but Patty C says the most penalized team in the nation should be the national champion every year. <laughs> right, I didn't want to get into that debate again. But <laughs> I'll, I think I'll say this much. In a, in, when you're when you're playing in overtime every freaking week, it does matter <laughs> when you're getting penalized. That is probably the difference between a four and one season and a two and three season for him right now. Dude, he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get fired. I, I've been on the a podcast as a guest that uh, that covers Houston football. He, coming into the year, they were not very fond of him. Even after a twelve and two season, they they, they were not big Holgerson fans. And uh, I I don't know. It's getting ugly down there. This is a big game. And I can even make the point that the other way, if Memphis loses this game, it's been a nice four and one start. If they lose this, they would go to four and two. Their next two games are at ECU, which is the toughest place to play in America. Then at Tulane followed by UCF and Tulsa, they could lose their next five games. Uh, Mm. This is a huge game. It's a huge game for silver child. And so what are you doing here? Houston's catching three in the Liberty bowl. Patty C well, let me, let me ask you this. What, what is, what was Vegas's number uh, for the season on uh, Memphis? Uh, I think six and a half or seven, something six. like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, right now they're four and one, assuming he can get one or two of these. He's, he's meeting Vegas's expectations almost. Yeah, but but um, they, they, FedEx has sank in a lot of money into that program. I don't know. I think yeah, he, what, I think he's got Memphis's expectations. He's got to okay. win at least seven. I think. I think six and six they might can him. And, and I don't even think Memphis is all that great. I think they've they've you know they've kind of navigated the easy part of their schedule pretty well. Give them credit for being four and one. But they could easily be four and four or four and five. You know, over the next few weeks, Temple was up uh, three nothing at halftime, and I was riding. Yeah. I was riding plus twenty and a half, and I was like, I got this. Even in the third uh, quarter, it was like seven to three, and I'm right, like, right. 
But w- with all that said, I can't take Houston as a road team right now because I think they're in kind of turmoil here. So I got to go Memphis. Patty, I'm going to go out on a line and say this game goes to overtime and uh, <laughs> Houston Houston takes another L in overtime. I'm taking the Houston Cougars. They respond for the used car salesman. They go to Memphis, Tennessee, the home of BB King, and they buy that 83 Cutlass Supreme that Holgerson's selling this weekend. All right. So give me, <laughs> give me the Houston Cougars plus three. I mean, to, to Houston's credit, uh, look at their competition. UT at UTSA at Texas tech, Kansas, even rice is pretty good. And Tulane is great this year. I think they have like the best pass defense in the country. And that's, that's uh Houston's bread and butter. So that's kind of like a, a bad matchup for them. You know, maybe this team is a little better than they're getting credit for just because they're, they're I mean, I, I feel like every team they've played is a winning team so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, it might help their past stats that they played Kansas state because they don't pass, but um, yeah. BB King is from Mississippi says Malcolm Barker. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? All right, <laughs> let's go. Uh, but he, he spent some time in Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm on Houston for that reason. I think I'm, I think I'm on John Houston Grisham is John Grisham from Memphis. I don't fucking know. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, next up we got a barn burner. This is the best game of the weekday slates, um, in my opinion, because I think the winner of this probably going to have the inside track of playing in the Mountain West Championship. You and LV heads to San Jose, California, to take on. Hey, I was on the over on you and LV. I was on the over in San Jose State. Just saying, subscribe to the College Football Experience as I throw my D in the air. This is a big one. Uh, currently, San Jose State laying six and a half. This line has jumped. This opened up at like three. I feel like um, anything over a touchdown, I, I advise my clients to take UNLV. But before a touchdown, I will take San Jose State minus the points because I do believe San Jose State's the better team. Oh, so, so what line are we picking at right now? Cause I'm six, seeing six and a half. I'm seeing right okay. now. Yeah. I, I'm seeing a seven on a different site, but whatever. Uh, I, I think San Jose state is making me a believer, you know, to, to go into Wyoming and dominate that game on the heels of dominating a decent Western Michigan team. That is impressive, but I think a touchdown is too many points. I think six and a half is still too many points. I'll go running reps to cover that. But I think San Jose state probably ekes it out by a field goal or so. It is tricky. I had a hard time with this because when it opened up at three, I was like, oh, I'm going to take San Jose State. It goes up yeah. to, to five and a half, six, six and a half. Now there are some sevens out there. I kind of, I, I, I kind of think you, you, at seven, I take UNLV. At six and a half is really difficult. I'll take San Jose. They're at home. I trust uh, that I, San Jose State actually has a, uh, they're a pretty solid team all around. And I think UNLV. If you watch that New Mexico game, that score was a little deceiving. They got a pick six with like 30 seconds left. That was a three point game. Got a favorable bullshit. Uh, uh, can we, can we talk about this? Uh, can we, can we call timeout for a second and talk about, I am sick of watching college football games where the, where the, the player on offense is still in the field of, of play and he gets hit, but he's going out of bounds, but he's still on the fucking grass. And he gets hit and they throw a 15 yard penalty on the defender because he's not, they said it was, he was uh, he, the play was already dead. You're still in the fucking field of play. This happened in the New Mexico game in a critical spot. 
New Mexico got robbed because the, the dude was still in bounds. Technically absolutely terrible. Uh, have you guys seen this? This isn't that that wasn't the only time I've seen it this year. I've seen it in a few games where it's just, Oh, I mean, I've seen that for a while. I'm sure it's getting worse just like every other thing, but um, I'll say this. If a player is sprinting out of bounds and he's about to step out of bounds, but he hasn't touched down out of bounds yet. And you shove him as hard as you can into the benches. Then I have no problem with that being a 15 yard penalty. If the player is in bounds running down the field, right. And it steps out one or hasn't even gotten out of bounds and you hit him as he's stepping out, that should not be a 15 yard penalty. And they, they do call that all the time. It is horseshit. I see the chat moving along. LW saying that was a dog shit call. It really was. It really fucking was. Nick, uh, what's your stance on this? I haven't seen. I didn't see that play. I don't. I don't think I've seen it this year. It doesn't ring a bell. But uh, look, you're either in or you're out. If you're in, you can get hit. If you're out, you can't. I think it's it's cut and dry. I don't think you have to muddy the water a, a bit. I don't care if you're on the way out. You're either out or you're not. And if yeah. you're still in, you can yeah. get hit. Yeah, it's simple as that. All so right. you think it should be until a part of your body has touched down yes. out of bounds? Yes, believe that's. I don't have a problem with yeah. it. Um, all right. Next up, we got a we got a barn burner in Reno, and Patty C's win total. Patty C, I know he didn't lock it, but hangs in the balance. I mean, you're, he's at a very critical point. This third win, knowing that I think they have uh, that they. <laughs> That chat is cracking me up. Uh, Patty sees camera work. Uh, works the porn bots coming. <laughs> I think by far our chat is the funniest. You know, the main show gets a lot of people on chat. It's good stuff. It's fun, but I think our chat's the funniest. Oh, I agree. I agree. Colorado State at Nevada. This is the Norvell Bowl. This is an awesome game. This is this is a fun one, and uh, mainly just because the way Norvell left all of Reno. I think wants to burn down his house. Um, and uh, so now it sets up for, and by the way, Colorado state, like I said, the running back just quit the team. Uh, Colorado state leads the all time series 12 to five, but uh, currently Nevada's laying three and a half. Give me the wolf back. I, I don't know what's happening in, in, in uh, with, with uh, this is a critical win for you, Nick too. Like if you can get this, <laughs> if you can get this, there's still a path. There's still a path. You know, well, it's easy to see a tide turn. So I, I, I did. I've kind of planted a flag with. It's Colorado easy to see State a tide turn. And planted a flag against Nevada, and I was wrong. Right now, Colorado State is 0-4 ATS. They're allowing over six sacks per game, and their closest game so far was a 15-point loss to Middle Tennessee. You know, plus Nevada's at home, and they have the extra incentive to beat Norvell. Give me the pack. And, and Colorado State's quarterback Clay Millen, son of legendary quarterback Hugh Millen, uh, former uh, New England Patriot. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tech Mobile. Um, and uh, look, they they got problems. I, I think you got to take Nevada here. Their their backup quarterback, his name is Braden Fowler Nicolsi. Uh, it ain't it ain't flying. He was six of fifteen for one hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown against Sacramento State. <laughs> They've had uh, half that offense transfer out. Things are not good in uh yeah at Colorado State. Go with Nevada. Patty, you, you rolling with the pack? Your boys? 100 percent I told you guys early on it's gonna take a little while for this thing to get going for Norvell, even with all those transfers. Uh now both of these teams have been getting their asses kicked. Three straight <laughs> weeks for Nevada, uh, four straight weeks for uh, Colorado State. The bye going into the road trip maybe helps a little bit. 
probably certainly helps for a first year coach. But that said, at least Nevada has those first two games uh, uh-huh. wins on, and, and, and their I, losses are against decent teams. And I think Reno wants to party if they beat them. I think Reno wants to get down. All right, everyone pass around the meth. It'll be great. <laughs> Right, uh, you're a true D-Gen if you're staying up to watch this game. A true <laughs> D-Gen, I salute you. Give me the wolf pack and lock it up, baby. Oh, oh, lock it up. There we go. Doubling the, down on Nevada. There we go. The Nevada Wolf Pack. Ken Wilson. I mean, recent losses. UIW, you said, has a, a lights-out quarterback. Yeah, um, incarnate word, and hey, they had to go to Iowa. Hey, Colorado, uh, maybe maybe you you try to get that quarterback. Maybe you pay him some money. Uh, just an idea. Yeah, Sorry, continue thought. on. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, road trip at night to uh, to Kinnick. Of course, you're going to get shellac there, and then a, a road trip to uh, to Air Force, Colorado Springs at night. Hey, those are tough games. Uh, go Nevada all day. All right. Well, look, I want to tell you folks out there before we get to Saturday's action. That the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. <laughs> Chat's making me laugh. Um, I want to tell you, bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time right now. Uh, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo TV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. All right. Friday action. I'm sorry. Saturday morning action. I can't fucking talk. All right. Um, Louisville heads into Charlottesville, Virginia. Malik Cunningham's questionable. Something to monitor. But uh, I can tell you this, and I I don't know who was someone put out the stats. Oh man, I wish I should find this. I should have found it before this episode of DJU's passing numbers last year and Brennan Armstrong's passing numbers this year. And saying, and then comparing <laughs> last year's Brandon Armstrong stats, uh, stats, and and DJU's passing stats now at Clemson because he hasn't thrown a pick. He's got what's like a, a what's he, the common denominator? Yes, huh? there's one guy. There's one guy. <laughs> <laughs> that old NASCAR racer Tony Elliott. <laughs> oh man! Uh, currently, did, did you guys see me post uh, the similarities between Brandon Armstrong stats this year or last year and Garrett Trader stats? Uh, Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Robert and I leaving. I made the argument that it's less about Tony Elliott sucking, even though the, the uh, last year's data with uh, DJU kind of supports that, but more about Robert and I being pretty damn good. And and Patty C uh, you know, there's some beat writers for the Colorado Buffaloes that are saying Bronco Mendenhall is their top target coming into. (laughs) Would he be able to lure uh, Robert and I that's to be his assistant again, maybe because he was at he was at uh, you know obviously uh, BYU with them too. Why yeah, don't we BYU. just get an eye to get a job, a head coaching job at a, at a group of five? Well, they, he deserves it. Instead, Hawaii was like, "Give me Timmy Chang, who's uh, who's got one year as a wide receiver coach, and it was like a GA for a couple of years." Um, I don't know, but uh, what are you doing here? Louisville's laying three, and that is enough for me. <laughs> I'm gonna lay the three. 
even if Malik Cunningham's not playing, I think Satterfield's offense is dialed in way more than Tony fucking Elliott's. So I'm laying a three on the road. This all time series, five and five, by the way. It's a big one here. Trash talking rights. Turns yeah. out this counterfeit rivalry is actually a real rivalry <laughs> or turning into one. Do you guys rem- remember last year's game too when Louisville was up 30 to 13 entering the fourth quarter and lost? <laughs> but was, I mean, uh, it's a shit game, but at the, at the end, the end of the day, I, I still think Louisville is a bit better. And I guess you could argue it's partially kind of a revenge game from last year's, you know, de- uh, debacle. But obviously, Cunningham's important, but I'm on Louisville too. Uh, if I Louisville mean, loses this, Satterfield could get canned as far as next week because losing to BC last week was not a good yeah, look. No. Yeah. They do have a mutual opponent. Uh, Virginia lost at Syracuse by two. Uh, Louisville lost at Syracuse by 24. Just throwing that out there. You know, Charlottesville Scott stadium is going to be lit. They can't fill it out. If they tried people leaving at halftime, cause the concessions are stuck in like 1950. Apparently <laughs> uh, now I hear they're giving out uh, tickets to the elementary schools around the area because they can't <laughs> oh, get people to come to you the want to talk about, look, you want to talk about a problem in society. Don't let the kids see UVA's offense. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna scar them. Yeah. Cruel, yeah, cruel show and unusual. You, you can show the kids all three human centipede movies, and and I think everything is fine. All right, but you show them UVA's offense, and you're in for something. All right, guys. But take a quick look at Louisville's schedule after Virginia. You got Pitt, Wake, James Madison, Clemson, NC State, Kentucky. This Ooh. could get ugly quickly. Dude, he's gone. I'm telling you, he's not making it through. He's not. He, he's de- fired. He needs this game. He's fired. Time. Yeah, he's fired. Um, I'm still taking Louisville, even if he's fired. Let's go. UVA sucks. Mm, is it is tough. If Colorado played UVA, who are you taking? I'm taking UVA. I'm Probably. taking UVA. I, I I just feel like things aren't clicking, but the the potential is still there for UVA. It is not there for Colorado, in my opinion. Well, Colorado um, played eleven Power Fives and at Air Force. I mean, the, the, have you seen the records of the teams Colorado's played? Sure, much the, much right. tougher yeah. slate. Nobody gives a shit about Colorado or UVA. Moving on. <laughs> All right, I'm taking UVA to cover this bad boy in Scott Stadium. Don't feel great about it though. <laughs> GBFR is cracking me up in the chat. Uh, Arkansas heads into Starkville, Mississippi. Let's fucking go. Uh, this line all over the place. It's all fucking over the place because we have no idea if KJ Jefferson's playing. He's questionable. I'll tell you this: if he plays, I'm taking the points. If he's not playing, I'm taking Mississippi State. Uh, I got this in earlier before this line shot up. This was like a, a five or six point spread. I feel like it's up to nine and a half right now. This is tough. I don't feel comfortable saying I want Arkansas plus nine and a half unless I know KJ Jefferson's playing. Don't you think that he's that that line is telling us that he's not going to play? Yeah, I do. I do. And uh, and hit the backup Cade Fortin, uh, the USF transfer. Yeah, he's he's not very good. Uh, I I think you have to take Mississippi State right now if you're going to bet it at this point. It, it, you know, if we do hear on Friday or something that is definitive that Jefferson isn't playing. I imagine the line is going to bump up even more. So it might be a a, a wise idea to take Mississippi state right now, but I don't know. I'm probably just going to stay away due to the, uh, you know, uncertainty. Yeah. Hail state though. Hail state. Let's go. I I would have to agree. Um, I will say that uh, 
you know, Arkansas's body of work. What do you, what do you feel about it right now? I mean, they, they, they might be four and one if they don't hit the top of the upright against Texas A&M. It's still a pretty reasonable loss or not a terrible loss. The fact that they were in striking distance of Alabama last week for a little bit uh, late in the game uh, says something good about them. Meanwhile, Mississippi state did beat Texas A&M and their loss to LSU was self-inflicted. But other than that, they don't really have any noteworthy wins on their schedule. Well, well Memphis is four and one, but yeah, I get your point. Um, uh, and Arizona is three and two buddy. And by the way, I've already cashed my over on the Arizona wildcats. Fuck you for doubting me. Fuck you. Hey-o. All right. Hey-o. Two and a half win total. Oh yeah. Let's go wildcats. Fair enough. Maybe I'm sleeping on uh, Mississippi state's body of work at this point. I would lean Arkansas in this situation, but uh, like you guys said, a lot rests on uh, KJ Jefferson. All right. Moving along. Buffalo heads to Bowling green. Bowling green fucked me last week. Uh, Bowling green uh, leads the series 12, seven. Currently Buffalo is a two point road favorite. Wrong team favorite. Give me, give me Bowling green plus two, even though Leffler sucks ass. All right. Uh, Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> Well, first off, you got to give it up to Marcus Lindquist because I thought Buffalo was not going to be very good this year. And the fact that they almost beat Coastal Carolina and then they come out and start Mac play, beating Eastern Michigan and Miami of Ohio, that's pretty darn solid here. But I think that stretch of W's ends right here on the road. Give me Bowling Green. Patty C, what are you doing? That's uh, Maurice Lindquist, right? Marquise, I think, right? Marquise. Marquise. Lin- yeah. It's not halfway oh. between the two. You knew yeah. who I was talking about. Yeah, we're, we're drinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bowling Green. Uh, the fact they were up what seventeen seven on UCLA. That's looking really impressive right now. Beating Marshall, super impressive. Uh, and then you know their annual dogfight with Akron. Uh, that's not so <laughs> impressive. All that to say, I I think you have to lean uh Bowling Green here at home. Yeah, uh, I'm going Falcons. Uh, Michigan heads to Bloomington, Indiana. Man, this series this goes back to 1900. However, Michigan has fucking destroyed this series. Indiana's only won 10 times against Michigan. Um, Indiana's catching 22 and a half. I'm taking the, I'm taking the 22 and a half. This is a, uh, this is a 35, 14 final. Indiana gets the cover Nick. No disagree. I'm laying the points. I think Michigan is just going to roll all over the phony Indiana Hoosiers. I don't care if they were three and zero. we saw what happened the last two weeks. If Cincinnati can win by 21, I think, I think Michigan's just going to lay down the hammer on them. I think Michigan's offense last couple of weeks against Maryland and Iowa, not that great. I think this is where they really get that offense cranking. I expect uh, a big time blowout here. Indiana's another job that could open this year. Urban Meyer to, to the Hoosiers. I like it. Uh, Patty C what are you doing? <laughs> getting, getting them hyped up for no reason over there. Um, <laughs> Look, I think, uh, are we sure that Michigan is, uh, is better than Cincinnati? I don't know that I uh, am 100% sure that uh, squeaking by Maryland a little bit uh, concerning the Iowa game was a dog fight the whole way through. Meanwhile, look, I don't know the game being in Bloomington. I kind of want to lean Indiana here. All right. You guys are going to be wrong. There we go. <laughs> there we go. The chat's getting hilarious. Shout out to my guy, GBO farms for cracking me up. Um, next up, Missouri heads into Florida. So, you know, Missouri, 
uh, kind of fucks with Florida. They lead the all-time series six to five. <laughs> they won last year. Yeah, twenty-four, twenty-three. Missouri, Missouri. You don't want to. If you're a Florida fan, watch out. They wait. They're getting eleven, eleven and a half. Uh, shop around. I mean, I'm on Missouri. I actually say sprinkle some of the money line. Sprinkle some on the money line here. Plus, plus three eighty. Let's go. Let's go. This is a game. This is guy. Look, Florida should have lost to South Florida. They should have lost to Utah. Okay, they look good against Eastern Washington. Wow! In that regional battle, you know, uh, this is a game. This is gonna be a game. Drinkowitz knows the seat is piping hot. Watch out for the Tigers. Patty, see what are you doing here? I have to agree with you. Florida looking majorly suspect, although keeping it close against uh, uh, Tennessee. Decent look there, but Missouri two. Decent losses over the last two weeks, uh, overtime against Auburn, and then uh, who I think is better than the record probably indicates, and uh, Georgia keeping it super close there probably should have won that game. Well, I, I mean, should, should have beat Auburn if the running back rate, uh, maintains the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. If he doesn't throw it into the end zone yeah. uh, to end the game, um, yeah, getting eleven and a half. Missouri all day, tempting to lock. Tempt- in fact, I will lock it. I'll oh, lock it. there we go, Patty C. We Tigers, Eli Drinkowitz. We Tigers. I like it. I like the play, and I think it's fringe lock potential. Nick, what are you what are you doing here? I completely agree with you guys this time. Uh, There's just way too many points. I mean, what has Florida done to earn that kind of respect? You know, was it the three point home win over South Florida? I don't know. Uh, you know Mizzou showed that they can hang with good teams last week. Even though they're not anywhere near as good on the road, but still, I think it's just too many points. I'll take them. All right. Next up, game of the fucking week. First time college uh, game day is in Lawrence, Kansas. TCU laying seven on the road. Sonny Dyke said he had the best practice the team's had all year on Tuesday. But you think you're just going to walk into the third sellout in a row? At David Booth Memorial Stadium. I told you this, folks. I told you I am going to lock up Kansas and bet Kansas until I've made so much money on Kansas. I mean, I'm going to keep riding this train. Give me Kansas plus seven. Give me Kansas on the money line. Let's fucking go. Who's coming with me? I'm with you. Sign me up. Patty? Putting a lot of pressure on me. Let, let me push back before I commit to anything here. Uh, we're looking at TCU throttling Oklahoma. Granted, Oklahoma had a bad loss the week before. Um, Granted, Oklahoma has the 120th rush defense in the nation. Sure, sure. But when you're facing Mighty Max Duggan, that kind of thing happens. Your stats take a little L there. Only beat uh, SMU by eight. SMU's losing to uh, to UCF right now. In okay. A, in a critical game on my over. And lost to Maryland too. So TCU, I agree, probably overrated. I think the Kansas crowd is going to be super duper lit. I'll roll with you. Let's lock it up. <laughs> there we go. He made us earn that one. Let's go. Rock, drop, Jay Hawk. Let's fucking go. Cut. Well, couple one one other quick thing about this: that uh, there are five teams left that are undefeated ATS in the country. This is two of them. Who? So someone's got to lose. Exactly. And you know what? TCU does average 48 and a half points per game, which is second best in the country. But 
this line is disrespect all over again. It shouldn't be plus seven. TC, TCU might win this. It might give Kansas their first L, but it's got to be close. So there you go. Give me the Jayhawks. Lock it up. There we go. Two of the better uh, dual threat uh, offensive players in the nation. It is interesting to see. Uh, has Sonny Dykes ever had a a runner back there uh, running his uh, offense? That could I think also he had statues. Uh, he had statues at La Tech. I think he had statues. He had uh, statues at Cal. Didn't he have? I think he had golf at Cal. Um, and, yeah. and by the yeah. way, doesn't this prove like the old coach? What's his name again? That left uh, to Gary Patterson. Yeah. Gary, uh, not Gary Patterson. Oh, yeah. from uh, oh, Pat- Patterson from TCU. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it Gary Patterson? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, dude, maybe he shouldn't focus on his music career that much <laughs> because <laughs> this is basically the same roster and they're averaging almost 50 points a game. True. Very and true. You, you saw th- that's what Duggan, the, the guy I'm arguing with online has a point. The guy didn't develop over the last three years, even though he was dynamite as a freshman, he's had the same stats as a junior as he did as a freshman. Uh, Gary Patterson probably yeah. <laughs> ended up really sucking toward the end there. Well, so I, I, I was a, uh, I still thought the Sonny Dykes hire was, uh, I mean, obviously it's making me look like a fool. I thought that was a bad hire, but we'll see long-term. I still wonder. I still wonder. Um, I think he lucked into um, Max Duggan, even though he put yeah, uh, Chandler, Chandler Morris. Morris I mean, they were struggling against Colorado with their starting. Morris doesn't get injured. Yeah. All of a Say sudden no Duggan more. walks in. Who was the other Gary that was a coach of Colorado and was it Northwestern? Gary Barnett, buddy. Gary Barnett. I, I was yeah. confused. Let me tell you. Let me. me tell you. Kate couldn't kick a field goal. She couldn't make the ball <laughs> through the uprights. All right. Uh, Eastern Michigan's at Western Michigan. Oh, you don't like Maction? This should be a Tuesday game, but this game's awesome because it goes back to 1912. Yes. What's not to like about this What's Western the all-time series in that one? Western Michigan's got an 11 game lead. Mm. Eastern Michigan's won three in a row, including a Ooh. one point win last year. You know what though? Western Michigan's favored by four and a half wrong team favored. Give me my Eagles. Eagles fly in any weather, Nick, even in Kalamazoo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, you know what? The, the, the only time I've ever seen a bald Eagle was in Michigan. <laughs> now it was, it's it was more in, it was in Northern Michigan where it gets, you know, really wooded and, and pretty remote, but that, 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 that proves your point. Maybe not Kalamazoo, <laughs> but at least in, in the state, <laughs> give me the points, man. I think it's, I think it's I think anything more than a field goal is too much in the Mac. Usually you lean on taking the points, Patty, what are you doing? I mean, when you consider Western Michigan's losses though, uh, Pitt, San Jose state, and even at Michigan state, they're kind of not terrible losses. I mean, Michigan state not looking like a good loss. Meanwhile, Eastern Michigan only beating UMass. They, I mean, <laughs> beating Arizona state on the road. I don't know what the hell to do with this game. It's too many points. I'm with you guys. When it's this close, U- UMass was up 17, nothing. They had to score 20 unanswered and shut out UMass uh, the rest of the way. And they did Chris Creighton, baby. All right. Sometimes that's impressive. Sometimes that's a red flag. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> needs to give him a call. All right. Because Patty C is trying to say, sometimes that's impressive. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Uh, Purdue heads to Maryland where the all time series in this heated rivalry is, uh, is Maryland touchdown. Touchdown UCF. Sorry. There we go. Nice. Uh, Maryland in this heated rivalry, it holds a, a, a two to one all time lead in this ridiculous nonsense game, but Hey, it's kind of compelling this year. Purdue's catching three in college park. 
Give me the boilers. Boiler up. They this team is very close to being undefeated. It's about time. It's about time you come around. I'm glad we're talking about oh, this game. Oh man. If we can pull the clip from last <laughs> week about Colby talking shit about Purdue it's true. It's while true. while talking up Minnesota. Mm. And I, I knew Minnesota was phony. They they had beat nobody. Okay. So what does Purdue do? I mean, they they walk into Minneapolis with, with an injured quarterback. They don't even pass the ball, which is how they usually win. And they still totally shut down the Minnesota offense. Did we know that Muhammad Ibrahim was not going to play? No. Doesn't matter. It's a big they deal. Anyway, it's a big deal. Uh, Purdue's run defense is actually pretty solid, which is yeah. surprising. Uh, I will say this: uh, Colby has repped uh, Jeff Brom uh, quite extensively on previous episodes. So to see him fade him and ignore him a little previous bit shocking. years, previous years, right? Oh, yeah. Or I'm even a, even week zero, you were on Brom and Purdue. Yeah, and they they cost me because they couldn't fucking tackle. All right, how many yeah, how yeah, many yeah. fucking bullshit tackles? All right. Uh, uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm back. I'm back on the boilers. I'll, I'll fucking do a boiler maker right now. Let's go. Uh, boiler up. Yeah. Penny Who, who's the better quarterback O'Connell or uh tongue of Iloa O'Connell. O'Connell. All right. Those might be words that you're eating later, but I'm with you on Purdue. All right. Well, this is still the 9am slate. What a great 9am slate. There's not, they should have actually spread this out a little bit better because I'm taking you to Baton Rouge for a rivalry that goes back to 1925. Tennessee has a 10 game lead, believe it or not on the LSU Tigers. We Tigers, but Tennessee's only won once in Baton Rouge since 1993. LSU's catching a field goal. What are you doing here? Hendon hooker for Heisman in Baton Rouge. LSU got out gained by like 300 yards last week at Auburn, but got the dub somehow because Patty sees boys had an HB toss pass nightmare. Uh, man, this was hard for me because I wanted to stick to my guns on the beginning of the year, like preseason when I was like, Oh, not, you're not going to be able to win in Baton Rouge. But then I gotta be honest, LSU, I thought would look better so far this year. And Tennessee looks a little bit better than what I thought. All that said, I've been to Baton Rouge. That place gets absolutely lit. Give me LSU plus the field goal, Nick. No, uh, I'm not going to learn my lesson. I, I bet Mississippi State, I think uh, just about the same line, minus three or so at LSU a couple weeks ago, did not win that bet. I'm going to bet Tennessee here because I just think that, I mean, first off, Tennessee has a bottom five pass defense in America, but I don't think LSU can take advantage of that. Last week, Jane Daniels went eight of 20 for 80 yards in the air. That was the LSU passing game last week. They had a players only meeting. Bring your whatever. Bring, bring your okay. Roman candle. Uh, <laughs> I think the the Tennessee offense we know is legit. The defense might be iffy, but I'm going to go with the better offense here. I know it's a, a hard place to win, but I'm going to go Tennessee. Lock it up. Wow! Whoa! whoa. I was not whoa. <laughs> not expecting lock, but I like the play. this. This is my. I almost had a natural sound clip that sounded a lot like uh, sounded <laughs> whoa. A, a, a lot like my guy Lou Holtz here. Well, well, I don't get the rain man cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. NC Nick locking up Tennessee on the road. Nice play. Bring your nice toothpaste. Play. Here's what I know about uh, Tennessee's defense: the <laughs> ultimate bend but don't break defense in college football. They are 95th in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me double check that: 95th in yardage defense. 
but 28th in points defense. Uh, so they let you get a lot of yards. You get down into the uh, red zone and you hunker down and you don't score or you, you end up with three. And that is uh, exactly what LSU is going to do. Cause like Nick said, they're not going to be able to, you know, they don't have the weapons or the execution to, uh, to take advantage when they need to. So I think you're going to see a lot of that LSU getting down and getting three points and then Tennessee going out and getting seven. So I think it's probably a pretty good play to lock it. I, I really? almost feel stupid for not doing it, but you're, it's you're, Baton Rouge. You're not at all concerned that Georgia Tech just went into pit and won. Uh, the, <laughs> what's the transitive property on that? Tennessee because, beat uh, Pitt in overtime. Uh, that's true. In their one road <laughs> game, in their one road game, and and they had a half without Keaton Slovis or <laughs> half true. in overtime. <laughs> The 9 a.m. factor at uh, at Death Valley probably helps Tennessee. It there. does. That does help Tennessee. I look as a guy that's been to Death Valley. That's true. Complete shit show. Uh, it does help. That does help Tennessee. Yeah. So LSU. I want to say that's like back to back weeks or within the last two weeks that they or three weeks that they've been screwed on uh, big game time slots. So fans down there probably getting mad, but this one's not going to help. I'm on Tennessee to cover this one. Mm, go in Tennessee. All right, next. You up. locking with me? You locking? I'm with not going to lock it. I should. Yeah, I'll lock it with you. Fuck All it. Right. Oh, finally. Finally, some cojones. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, what, what, here, I'll play this music for your guys' lock. Patty C, NC Nick, locking up Tennessee on the road. They haven't learned their lesson that you lose when you go on the road in college football. All right. Especially at a place they've only won at once since fucking. Ronald Reagan was president or something. I don't fucking know. This is the best Ellis <laughs> or at Tennessee's been since the nineties. Would you, would you say that maybe since, uh, at least since, um, I think so. who the hell was their old? No, coach they had some, they had some uh, like early two thousands. They had some decent teams, but who is, who is their coach then? Philip Fulmer. Um, Fulmer. Yeah. Best, best since Fulmer. I'll say. All right. Next up we got the one. Look, I don't care about the records. What's not to love about this fucking game? All right. Uh, this rivalry goes back to what, 1900? Texas leads the all time series by 12, but eight of the last nine matchups have been decided by a score or less. Ooh, Texas is laying seven. Dylan Gabriel's questionable because he plays football like a bitch. All right. I'm joking. I, look, I'm hoping he's okay. But I hope they learn. I hope Jeff Levy learned a lesson. All right, uh, seven points in the Red River Shootout. Look, I got this in early. I already bet it at. I took Texas, but it's, it was at three or something or two and a half. Seven, seven. Give me the Sooners, Boomer Sooner with seven. These games are fucking insane every year. Patty, that is a lot of points. <clears throat> how's <clears throat> geez? How's uh, cards uh, health right now? Is it that ankle uh, completely? Uh, Quinn Ewers is playing, buddy. Oh, Quinn Ewers is back already. Yeah, he's I believe be. so. I, yeah. I don't know if I've heard. De- I don't know if I've heard definitively. Have you? I think he's playing this. If yeah. not, dude, yeah. guys, Ma- Malcolm Barker. If this is true, this is a great line. All right, great stat. The only game in the Big Twelve that doesn't feature a ranked oh, team. Oh, oh man, oh. how, how oh. great is that? I if mean, that's how, true. How great is that? How about this stat? Since Texas and Oklahoma announced they were going to the SEC, they are eleven and eleven. <laughs> Combined, uh, five hundred, awesome, awesome. five hundred, yeah. This and is the first. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, and they get the fucking treatment of never having back-to-back away games from the Big Twelve. It's a bunch of bullshit. All right, get them out of here. Get those fucking mm, bums out of here. Getting the love. Drop uh, Oklahoma's won four in a row, and they've won six out of seven. This is where that streak ends. Texas wins, but too many points. Give me OU in the points. So Mac Parker says, or Mark Parker, I'm sorry, says, how can anyone bet this game? It's the Red River Shootout. It's like the fucking most entertaining game. I almost feel like you have to bet it just because the game is always fucking insane. <laughs> I mean, he's right though in terms of flipping a coin and not exactly the odds you want uh, when you're throwing down cash. Um, I'm going to say this uh, to to piggyback on those stats you guys were rattling off. This is the first time since 1998 that neither team was ranked, and only the third time since uh, 1969. So really, the third time in our lifetimes that you know neither team is ranked here. Kind of an anomaly. I'm actually shocked Texas isn't ranked after they they beat West Virginia. I thought they were going to put them at number one. Um, Um, With with yours in there, I think there's just too much history. Now I heard another stat today that Oklahoma has been favored in every game since 2009. Wow! So Texas finally favored here. Uh, Still seven's too many. I got to roll Sooners. Boomer Sooner. I don't know though, man. They've been getting housed lately. Their defense is trash. Uh, do but you so, just like ignore the last two weeks and take OU? I think well, you do because he, it, well, and, and they don't have a mobile quarterback. <laughs> like yeah. what's killed Oklahoma is the mobile Adrian true. Martinez and Max Duggan have had like a thousand yards rushing against them. <laughs> so That's true. Um, watch, watch out. Uh, next up, taking you to another one, a barn burner. Patty C's excited about it. Akron heads to Ohio. They've been playing this game since 1912, baby. All right. Ohio does have an 11 game lead, but you know what? My zips have shown some signs of life the past couple of weeks playing Liberty to a, uh, to a somewhat of a close game. Only lost by nine at, at Liberty only lost by three to Bowling green. Do I need to tell you folks that uh, it's easy to see a tide turn 10 and a half too much. Give me the zip, zip it up. Nick, what are you doing? You going with your boys? Like you know, you know, Ohio is my MAC team, but I can't, I can't lay eleven points in, in a MAC game. Come on, I mean, Ohio's two and three. Their two wins are a seven-point win over Fordham, <laughs> and a three-point win over FAU. It's not like they're this this great team that's as juggernaut that's going to blow people out. <laughs> uh, give me the point. I thought. I thought taking the points was an easy pick, and you know what? I mean, should we lock this? <laughs> I don't know. Should we? <laughs> I, I don't you know. Let, let, yeah, probably okay. No, let's not get crazy. I mean, Akron <laughs> sucks. They really do suck. But I thought it was an easy pick to take the points. They've shown signs right. of life and signs of fight. Yeah. Let's keep in mind yeah. that uh, Ohio's big losses are to Penn at Penn State and at Iowa State, two pretty solid teams. And then they lost at Kent State in overtime, a team that gave Georgia a pretty good look. Um, meanwhile, I will say the Akron keeping it close at Liberty, uh, a good enough sign for me to take uh, Akron to cover this. 11 and a half. That's a yeah. lot. That's too many points, man. Yeah. Too many points. All right. Georgia Southern. We got a little, little rivalry game going on. Georgia Southern heads to Atlanta in the house. Greg, Ma- Greg Maddox used to uh, hit dingers at uh, Georgia Southern at Georgia state, Georgia state's a two and a half point favorite. Look, I was on Georgia state as a double digit dog last week against army. Thank you very much. Uh, however, wrong team favorite. Give me Georgia Southern plus the points. Ride that money line, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I think so far Georgia Southern just looked like the better team, and I'm not worried about. I mean, Georgia State, 
they need to get that stadium cranking because right now, I mean, that's a sleepy environment. They never dude. have a packed house. They're not loud. Dude, it's that's, not a tough that's place the to play. UCLA of Georgia, man. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Georgia loves football. They need to start packing that house, but You're fucking then, in Atlanta too. There's like 10 million people on, in Atlanta. Seriously. Go out fucking but, uh, support no. football. You jackasses. Um, I'm on Southern <laughs> Patty. See what are you, what are you doing here? Oh man. I, I kind of want to take a look at some of this. Uh, Georgia state. I, I feel like maybe like we mentioned on the, uh, on the, on the recap last week that now they're finally turning around. They started one and four last year, finished with a bunch of wins, beating a good army team. This past week is helpful. Meanwhile, Georgia state three and two, a much closer loss against coastal spreads. What again, two and a half Georgia state half is favored over. by two and a half. Oh, I think you got to go Southern right now. There we go. All right, folks. I want to tell you, we're brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game, you could uh, get up to date and uh, accurate information before placing your bets or locking in your fantasy lineup. Well, now you can with the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and, and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB. Yes. And whether you're part of a fantasy tournament or placing bets, or maybe you're just a huge sports fan or a stats nerd, Elias game plan has everything you need. You're wondering what is this Elias game plan? Oh, it's only the most trusted name in sports stats. Yes. The Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro sports league since 1913. So what are you doing folks? The app will help you build your fantasy lineup. They'll tell you games you could bet on. You can even hop in a, ch- in a chat with one of their experts. Come on. Uh, Take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias game plan app today. Choose from, uh, from three game plans. When you subscribe, that's either weekly, monthly, or annual, but I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. So just uh, use our promo code SGPN 25, find the Elias game plan app in the app store, or Google play store. Once again, promo code SGPN 25. Uh, and uh, yeah. And look, um, we're also brought to you by it's weird. I, I'm reading from a, sh- a sheet that actually has a half of a commercial in there. Uh, and we're also <laughs> brought to you by no house advantage, right? No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick them contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn uh, points for corrective picks and climb up that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. So sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app uh, and get a first deposit match up to $25.